welcome to Rainbow Radio, the Del Rainbow podcast, bringing you real conversations with creatives, intuitives, entrepreneurs, motivational speakers, and information seekers. Join us on our video stream to connect to the authentic people behind the voice. Here's our host, Bianca Gregg. Welcome back to Rainbow Radio. It has been a little while since we have brought our rainbow magic through your audio waves. So we wanted to reconnect in as it will be a space that we are reinvigorating with lots of amazing topics to discuss, amazing individuals to interview, and also just to have a really great time and to talk to great thought leaders, innovators, and magical people within our community and people that we'd like to introduce our community to as well. So this is a really good opportunity, number one, we are over here just having a bit of a chat in stay by Del Rainbow, which is our new Airbnb. So please check it out. We'd love for you to come and stay whenever you feel the need or feel the vibe to come to Byron Bay um, and also experience the whole Del Rainbow experience. And this is a really great pleasure of mine, particularly because I get to introduce you to one of the most fabulous human beings in my entire life, who literally is the biggest creative, most amazing, kindest, most beautiful soul to possibly ever exist. And that is Zoe. And Zoe is going to be really hosting this space and you know, really creating and cultivating all that there is for Rainbow Radio. So you'll be getting to know this beautiful human who I get to create and do life with every single day. I actually call her the GM of my life because she actually truly is. I look to her for every single essence of everything. And she's incredible, talented, creative, and she creates all at Del Rainbow. So everything you see, um, I'm not going to talk for you, but obviously she is just amazing. Oh, what an introduction. Um, and I can't say enough. And Zoe also has her own amazing uh, product that she'll be launching well she has already launched but more to come Mm -hmm. with undressed byron bay as well which you've probably seen across our stories which we are lucky to have her incredible catering and all of her creative goodness and juices flowing across every aspect of everything we do so i mean zoe tell us about you and what you do about me okay well uh i am the head of media and marketing here at del rainbow um which is kind of all encompassing really it's um it's a lot. It's um, so I manage all of our Instagram accounts, which is Del Rainbow, uh, Del Rainbow Store, Stay by Del Rainbow. Um, so that keeps me pretty busy. <laughs> and uh, on top of that, I basically just get to talk to everyone and tell everyone about all the exciting things that we're doing here. So uh, most recently, I guess that would be Stay by Del mm, Rainbow, where yes. we are now. Um, so we've had an amazing, fun time uh, decorating, decking out the space, um, kind of making it an extension of um, the mm. Del Rainbow brand. And yeah, every every aspect of this space um, is kind of imbued with our uh, everything we love so uh, Bianca and I are both quite obsessed with the senses Uh, mine being taste as my major (laughs) so you can see here we've got some yummy things in the kitchen Um, and then everything else like I mean you're really into scent Mm. Um, uh, so when you come into the space there'll be incense burning that we have um, our, our very own playlist that's like really chill lovely tunes that you can kind of get in the zone and I feel like as soon as you step in the door here Mm. it's like something overcomes you and it's just like it's just the most beautiful space so um we've been working a lot on um on on stay recently which has been super fun and obviously a lot happening in the store as well so there is Mm. honestly never a dull moment there's never nothing to say there's um always things to talk about um so yeah that's kind of in a nutshell what I do and this is why (laughs) she is the most magic human being in the whole world I literally always say I'm like 
there is nothing that you cannot do or take on or any challenge or create or, you know, any kind of idea. I feel like it's been so beautiful and bringing forward so much abundance within Del Rainbow because I think Zoe's creative and her eye and her ambition and drive to cultivate and create community and like push the boundaries of everything that we're talking about and the branding and the community events and really thriving in that space. And I think that that's what's been so beautiful is that you are the true essence of all of that love, care, cultivation, collaboration, and connectivity. <laughs> oh, Lady Gaga. So if you didn't already know, I love this human being more than life itself. She is amazing. And that's why I am, I am the most excited to be able to create uh, sorry, Rainbow Radio with Zoe because I think um, we're going to be hearing a lot of amazing conversations. I think the conversations even you and I have mm. are so incredible. I constantly learn from this woman. I constantly just am in awe of her. And I think, um, yeah, what you're going to hear, obviously, across these radio waves is going to be really, really exciting. We've got some amazing people that Me Zoe too. is going to be interviewing across all um, kind of creative cultural experiences, Definitely. which will be cool um, and exciting. So please stay tuned and please join us and get to know this magic human. Like <laughs> I have gotten to know her and she's become the, one of the biggest parts of my life and I'm very, very blessed and um, yeah, feel really lucky. So I would like you all to experience the magic that is Zoe. So yeah, so stay tuned basically. <laughs> amazing. So, so today, <laughs> so today, so this uh, this podcast episode is not all about me, as we might have you believe. Well, I'll keep I'll keep it that way. I'll, I'll keep going. I, I could keep going. We might have to take the microphone. Away. <laughs> but um, but no. So um, I guess Bianca and I kind of wanted to sit mm. down and have a chat today because it um, it's kind of twofold, I suppose. Yeah. It is Fashion Revolution Week, and also today happens to be Earth Day. So yes. we are kind of wanting to focus on the the mammoth topic that is mm. uh, sustainable fashion and, and yes. all its all its many versions. Um, and I guess, yeah. So today we've just come straight from a hustle class. Yes, we did do hustle. <laughs> we we just did, did a, a team hustle downstairs. Did, which yeah. like helps re, kind of reinvigorate us yes. for the afternoon. Uh, and this particular hustle was hosted by Nagnata, which was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> it was literally one of the girls before walked over. <laughs> I mean, she was like, my legs are still jelly. We are, we are a little jelly ourselves. Yeah. Um, and actually on the weekend Bianca and I had the pleasure mm. of um, going to an event and another beautiful community event uh, hosted by Nagnata and Travels with Nina uh, so and so the topic of, of that uh, morning was mm. um, kind of lower impact lighter travel which mm. is and travel is something that not a lot of us have I guess been experiencing much mm. of lately but as we start to kind of re-emerge in the world and um, I thought that that might be a kind of nice jumping off point for yeah, us um, yeah. and I'd love to know Bianca like what you took away from, from oh. that morning and those conversations and goosebumps I have goosebumps everywhere <laughs> oh my gosh just when you were even saying it I was yeah. like wow that was such a magical experience and that's another element I feel about life is that and now I'm going to get really existential but <laughs> the joy space and I think that that was one of the biggest elements and even just sitting here with you today I can't get the smile off my face because I'm experiencing so much joy and I think that that is one huge thing that's come out of uh, this year this past you know year and a half whatever it is 
is about finding joy again. And I think that's what Nina did so beautifully. Nina, I love you so much. Mm -hmm. And Laura, so very much. It was the most powerful experience. Um, We felt so impacted for days on end. And it really had me positioning the way that I looked at the world and the way that I looked at the impact and what I was doing at each level, you know, of my day. I think Mm -hmm. one of the things that Nina got us to really review is, um, you know, each step that we're taking on the earth and like really considering and really thinking about um, the energetic waves that go through that and how blessed and how lucky we are to walk on this earth and walk on this land and what that means and and traveling in a different I guess scope and space in terms of um, our mind and also connectivity with earth and nature and how we can do better and I think um, it was so powerful on all levels and I think watching those and obviously I'm really big on community and, and interconnectivity and watching those two women guide that space and talk about their learning experiences and everything that they have come through within their businesses their careers and their focus on sustainability at all ends of the spectrum not just of a choice of you know, a particular area, it's really viewing it at a true holistic level. And um, one of the things I loved, and I even said it to Jazzy before, she had a crystal on her desk and because I brought my crystal yes, for the yes. thing. So Nina asked us to bring an item from the earth mm-hmm. and I brought a crystal. Um, thanks to Zoe's partner who <laughs> reminded me that that is, that is what I could bring. I was so, you know, like, what will I bring? And obviously it was like, obviously it would be a crystal. <laughs> I put an artichoke naturally. <laughs> naturally. Um, so it was really special because um, Nina actually taught us, um, you know, the concept of uh, writing and how much that can have such a prevalent impact in our not only our day-to-day and the concept of really becoming vulnerable or taking the time to experience every single essence of you know life and, and what we do and that creation and being able to pour your heart and mind to paper it makes it real and mm. I thought that was really special and taking that time but um you know she asked us to write to our object mm-hmm. and it was just the most profound found thing it was what really impacted me like before that when they when the girls were talking and explaining their journeys Mm. and the conversations about um you know Nina's book go lightly which by the way you all must read Mm. it is incredible um you know I thought that was so powerful and I remember looking at this crystal and being like wow I've never really looked at this Mm. before in in the detail of the Mm. concept of going to write about it absolutely and then it was magic because it was so powerful because I think a lot of us what we saw we ended up reflecting back to ourselves in the item. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And it was so magic. Like with the crystal, the first line I think I wrote was, I see you. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, my biggest thing in life is that I like to, I love to be seen for who I am, my true essence of what I believe in and what I'm passionate about. So I just told this crystal how much I saw it. I saw its intricacies. I saw its different um, speckles and fractions in its journey. And then Mm. also like speckled a little rainbow as I was writing. And I was like, like, this is just the most amazing amazing yeah. but it was it was really beautiful but what did you take from it though so interesting you say that I had a, quite of a similar um experience myself I obviously was writing a love letter to my artichoke yeah. and and part of the conversation that Nina actually had in the beginning of the writing course was about provenance and about mm. where um we uh, source out I always come back to food but where, where yeah. we source things like our food from and, yeah. and who it's come from and how we might be looking overseas for these superfoods and things like that mm. and why not look closer to home? Um, anyway, and so obviously I had bought a, 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 an item of food uh, and I'll 
admit rather embarrassing. I actually bought it from IGA, from the supermarket. And we have an abundance of growers and farmers markets and beautiful things here in Byron Bay. But I saw it on the shelf in the IGA and I just thought it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. So I picked it up and I put it in my basket and I took it with me to this writing course. And as I started to write to it, I I questioned why I had purchased something without knowing where it had come from. Mm. And I didn't even know where this artichoke had been grown. I didn't know its journey. And I kind of resolved my 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 love letter to the artichoke mm-hmm. with I promise to do more I promise to learn more I promise to 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 know more about oh, you and I think I that, that that is really I mean it speaks a lot to to what I need to do in my mm-hmm. life and as well about what people are doing in fashion and transparency and how we can learn more about the journey of where our clothes have come from and it's and we were having this discussion earlier about um you know the food that we put on the table the the items that we bring to a writing Mm. shop the clothes that we wear on our back like it is a reflection of who we are and it should be a reflection of what we stand for and sometimes we forget that and Mm. we'll you know throw on a t-shirt from a chain and and not Mm. give a second thought because it it, you know it was within our budget and and you know but maybe that wasn't the right right decision for us and you know and I think it should be at the forefront of all of our purchases and 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 every purchase we make is a vote for the world that we want to live in so I think um yeah that kind of brings me to my next question about I love that I love (laughs) that I love how that I love it I love it because it's it is so true it's exactly what we're talking about and I just feel like it's this essence of being cracked open Mm -hmm. yeah and Absolutely. now really starting to look at all of this. And, and this is something that we've obviously been passionate about since the get-go. Yeah. And, and this is the obviously, yeah, oh, ask the question. Ask the question. <laughs> to tell me what you think the importance of transparency is. And I know a lot of brands are are quite reserved in what they yeah. share. And, mm-hmm. and understandably, they are keen to protect uh, who their suppliers are yes. and, and, um, and, you know, how, how they're sourcing and, and that kind of thing because they've obviously put a lot of time and effort and energy into establishing those relationships and it does take a lot of time and it takes a lot of work Mm -hmm. and you know we're so impressed by the work that our brands do especially um, at Del Rainbow but um, yeah I guess I want to know your opinion on on transparency and Mm -hmm. um, is it valuable do you think that brands should keep it close to their chest or do you think that that it should be this kind of communal sharing and and what is that going to do for the fashion industry if that happens this is the most exciting big question (laughs) I love this I live for this because this is exactly how everything that I'm passionate about everything that I'm trying to promote and cultivate and Mm -hmm. encourage in Mm -hmm. this space so I guess for me that is the most powerful question because I believe transparency is power Mm -hmm. vulnerability is power there is enough out there for everyone and we should all cross collaborate and cultivate this great new world and how do we do that in power of numbers Mm -hmm. in power of education in power of visibility empowering people to have a choice Mm -hmm. to have a better space and I think that for, for me particularly I have always operated on the notion of collective collaboration mm-hmm. and community and you know I always want to help my neighbors mm-hmm. and help those around me and that's why I do what I do yes. obviously that, yeah. that brings you me joy but you know but in that essence it, at a business level I think that that is the biggest thing I think that fear is what holds people back mm-hmm. because they believe that oh no, but then someone else could take this from me. No one will ever take what is rightfully yours. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is the biggest thing that we can 
put forward in every single essence of our life. What is meant for you will always be yours. Mm -hmm. No one can ever take that from you. Mm -hmm. So when you release the fear and the control of having something kept secret or this or that for all those reasons, which I completely, by the way, utterly respect. Mm -hmm. And I know that it is something we're working with, with currently our brands on navigating the best way that they can do that, or, you know, the different levels of visibility that they can provide, because, you know, unfortunately there are a lot of, um, you know, copycats and, and people out there, but I also sure. think that in that same token, stay in your own lane and stay strong yeah, and grow totally. with it and just be you and yeah. forget that. Yeah. Just forget anything else that's coming at that space because you should be looking forward always, always. and not to the sides. Mm-hmm. I always put the horse blinkers in that yeah. instance, you know, yeah. like step into your space, step into your motion. What means something to you and how, because I think this is the biggest thing, right? Is that in life, we have to do things with purpose and intention. Mm-hmm. If we're not creating from a purpose of a greater good, then mm-hmm. we shouldn't be creating at all. Mm-hmm. And that comes from a sustainability level, but also an energetic level Absolutely. in terms of who you are as a human being. If you are creating and cultivating with purpose and intention, mm-hmm. that goes forth for the greater good. That gives a give and receive energy, which you can then build into your business. So I think that that is, and that stands for long-term yeah. commitment and long-term um, build. But yeah. I think that that is the biggest thing. I think that for me as a consumer and also as someone who is passionate about brands, I think that is the most imperative thing that we can do now is to give full transparency mm-hmm. in how a garment is made. Not only this, but also considering it from the element of not only from that people want to know and educate. And I think mm-hmm. education is so important. Knowledge mm-hmm. is power. It only takes a small group of individuals to make a big change in the world. And that is what we need right now in the fashion industry, particularly. And I think that's happening. It's cultivating. Yeah. I can feel it brewing. Mm-hmm. There is big changes coming Definitely. and it's coming at a top level. But I also think that that is what is going to drive the change. Yeah. And, you know, not only from the instance of, you know, understanding or providing transparency for the end result customer, mm. it's inherently building value in your product. Absolutely. If I look at a garment or an item, like what you were saying before, you know, mm. you grab it and go and grab it, uh, you know, off the shelf, whatever. Yeah. If I look at a brand and I can understand from start to finish mm-hmm. what it took to create this piece of, mm-hmm. this item mm-hmm. of clothing. Yeah. If I can see an item of clothing's journey, mm-hmm. how much time, effort, what hands it went through, where mm. it came from, where is the origin source, where is that energetic transference, how is the dyeing happening, mm. how is this process happening, where are the fiber source, what, at what level was this particular garment taken from an environmental, social, and economic mm. space, what went into this piece, yeah. how much value yeah. do you have for that Absolutely. when you have this source of understanding not only that what is your connectivity with yeah. this product from yeah. a head and heart space Absolutely. i'm like well it looks great aesthetically yeah. this is what i'm looking for but then i also connect with this piece mm. through moments in time mm. moments in my life yeah. this, this has a specialness to me not only that i'm going to understand and search for more and i'm going to encourage curiosity definitely and that's what is so cool and i think that's at like a top top level and i think this is something that we can go so deep on and whatnot because obviously this is a big part of del rainbow and Mm. everything that we do Mm. and encouraging that in brands but it also allows businesses to find the gaps Mm -hmm. and also to make things more readily available because right now 
as we know, sustainability and making more considered choices mm. comes at a price. I think that's really important to know. Yeah. It comes at a price. Definitely. So therefore that transparency to build value must yeah. be there. But it also allows the fact of if you can offer that knowledge to someone mm. else yeah. to come and create with you, exactly. ultimately that's going to drive the demand, the price. It will become more readily mm. available. It will become available across the stream. Everyone can then start doing this. And we should, sustainability for me is all about inclusivity and yeah building together so it depends on what is view but I, i'm obviously so big on supply chain transparency yeah, and also knowing like wouldn't you want to know if you're a business that you're creating from a space of making impact yeah, at all levels definitely but this is the way of the future mm-hmm. i completely agree <laughs> <laughs> and you know and i think in, in a way competition breeds creativity yes, so yes it's if, so true. if everyone can make t-shirts from got certified cotton then why not why not? you know you can design your own t-shirt that the, the opportunities there are endless but if yep. you, if we all have that base level yep. we're doing better for the environment and we're doing better for ourselves and and oh. you know that's yeah what you can do from there is your own you know yeah. but um it's all there yeah and I think that's the biggest thing is like we were talking Zoe and I were talking about this before because naturally with fashion revolution week and earth day we were kind of like we just before we started to do this mm-hmm. we jumped in and we were evaluating where our partners are at Mm -hmm. and we were looking at the you know what's achieved and what's ongoing Mm -hmm. and also evaluating what we can do um to do better in in our space as well Mm -hmm. but I think that that was what was so unique as well like well it is actually available it has to become a standard do not create unless you are going to create from a purpose to do better um and if it's out there use it Mm -hmm. Um, you know it's just like we have to definitely it has to be a benchmark now you know um yeah yeah. and and share I think you and I are kind of as you'll probably tell from this podcast natural born (laughs) storytellers (laughs) tell us your story we love a story if you can tell me the story behind this jumper I'd pay a million dollars for it you know what I mean like I am a sucker for a story and I think a lot of people are the more you can tell us the more that you can share the journey of a garment and Mm. and and the people behind it I think it's so important my most favorite thing to do which is what I do for Rambo is tell your story but seriously and Zoe does it with all the brands too and like connecting in and figuring out those beautiful touch points that Mm. that give something a purpose and intention and also make you want to connect in deeper and and discover more and learn more and become a long-term I guess you know committed um, you know, brand loyalty, yeah, customer exactly. for, for that. I think that's and so, so you huge. can feel proud wearing something. I mean, I yeah. think I'm onto maybe my sixth pair of Deji pajamas, <laughs> um, and I feel great every time yes. I wear them. Not just because they're beautiful, yeah. not just because they're comfortable, but because I feel so good mm. about you know the two incredible women that are behind yes. that brand, what they've done, what they've mm. done for the community, what they've done for a space that's so much bigger than yeah. than them, and you know, and great things will and are coming to them for that. That's it. You and get it's given or received. I wear the PJs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And that's exactly what happened because it's that magical intention that's coming through. Yeah, exactly. And it is, and it allows the more that you support businesses that are considered Mm -hmm. and are considering all elements from that environmental, social, and economic give back perspective as well. Yeah. You know, businesses like that are built on the intention of good humans who want to do better. Yeah. So therefore, when you are embracing and wearing that product, that naturally becomes a part of your existence. Mm. But you are supporting something so much greater than just buying that item and becoming a part of it. And it is, it's becoming a part of their story, Mm. supporting them because they're on that journey to do better or they're on that journey to provide you visibility over time. And no one's perfect, but what can we all do together to get there or what means something to you and 
you're exactly right because it's always like people, purpose, product. Yeah. And, and what can we do to really focus on that? But I think that that's what changes the world mm. because it just takes one person to tell you this one thing. You know, like we obviously get to, you know, naturally blessed to work with these incredible people every day. It's our job to tell that story yeah. to, you know, buyers, customers, et cetera. And you watch people light up or you watch that heart connection mm. where something ticks to them, yeah. where the importance level of, oh, wow, that person is going to then feel that when they're wearing the product, seeing the product, mm. telling someone else about yeah, the product. Absolutely. It creates a huge ripple effect. Yeah, so yeah. there's so much greater happening yeah. there within that moment. But it is, it's really important. And, you know, what we were talking about before about the, you know, not only the environmental impact obviously with Earth Day and, mm. you know, a lot of the um, brands and, and what we can do, particularly in fashion is so impactful. Yeah, We can make so many choices. We Absolutely. can create, generate, work mm. from regenerative, work from, you know, traceable materials. You know, we have this huge industry mm. that we support at all huge. levels. Yeah, uh, Particularly in fashion, a brand has the ability to reach and inspire and obviously really create a movement mm. to, to mass. Yeah. And I think that's what's so unique about our industry. Definitely. And it is, it, fashion is an everyday item. It's like food. It you is, sit yeah. down to a meal three times mm-hmm. a day. You you put on articles of clothing every single morning, every night. When you when you go, when you go to the gym mm-hmm. or if you go swimming in the morning, you might wear five different outfits in a yeah. day. It's important. The decisions that we make, you know, for those everyday choices are so important. Yeah. And they make such an impact. And the decisions on, you know, asking questions Mm, and being curious and also taking your time majority of brands now um you know are really stepping into the space to understand what they are doing from a supply chain level to the three-tier traceability that is the most thing that i'm most excited about for 2021 Mm. is brands actually stepping into supply chain uh traceability going from t1 t2 and t3 supply chain because that's the most important thing that we have visibility on where, you know, obviously the manufacturing's here, then where did they source the fiber? And then we buy the mm. materials here. And then what were they treated well in that? Were they paid? Did they have auditing in that factory where this came from, et cetera? Is there a global living wage standard? Mm. Are, are they recycling water? Are they using solar power? Is what can we do at all levels by working with these people? It's a knock on effect. So I think that that is something really interesting too, because the more questions that you ask, the more that you purchase and, you know, shop consciously, Mm. you know, and learning as well, taking the time to educate yourself. It encourages those businesses to do better and they can look at it and have an impact at such a large level Mm. because, you know, we can choose fabrications that are readily available um, and we can also then push the areas of fabrications that aren't readily available. We need to make a change. Uh, We can choose better fabrics in making the product, which then has less water usage, less impact. You know, we can regenerate materials. It is, it is, becoming readily available and we can also innovate Mm -hmm. we have technology to innovate the more that we get behind this the more that we ask questions the more innovation we can push and develop for Mm. the world and fashion is the highest consumption and the most damaging industry in the world Mm. from you know every single level from you know environmental human level as well and then also an agricultural level like you know from growing crops and this and that and there's just so much so it's like we need to make a change and we need to get curious yeah and we need to start learning and asking questions and also I guess setting a standard with what you will buy support people Mm -hmm. who are doing this Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. really important definitely um and I think too Bianca my kind of next question for you Mm -hmm. is uh a lot of brands talk about their their sustainability journey so Mm -hmm. so where they've come from how far they've come where they're at now what they promise to do 
I guess I want to know what your sustainability journey has been personally. Yeah. When did you start to become passionate about um, Mm. sustainability and fashion? Um, Where, like, are you at times conflicted by the industry that you work in Mm. and and the hope that you have for for our world? Like, tell me about, yeah, your journey, I suppose. It's very exciting. (laughs) Well, so this is an interesting one because, so basically, I've obviously been doing wholesaling and and Mm. selling for quite quite some time, over a decade. And for me, it was really interesting because I have been on this beautiful journey where Mm. I have, we were talking about this the other day, actually, where I was like, we're in the generation of a really good generation because we have seen things prior to technologies and platforms and socials and web things are readily available Mm. so we saw it at the base level when you were very interconnected versus you know this whole you know social media world and this and that and whatnot too so I think I've been saying for a long time and it was very quick that when I had an insight to understanding Mm. a little bit more I'm obviously a very curious person by (laughs) nature so I will actually really the way that I would sell is you know I look at product and whatnot and I'd be like well I need to know about it to be able to tell the story I need to connect people with this because I'm obviously very energetic and into that space Mm -hmm. and that was something really important to me I'm like well why would I sell something if I don't understand it Mm -hmm. at its wholeheartedness I want to be able to connect people with this product so it actually came from the space of me as a human being so um obviously energetically connected myself and wanting that for myself Mm. and going well I want to know every inch of you and what you're creating and why you're doing it Mm. in order to be able to onflow that message to someone else because I definitely saw myself as a conduit for that message space so that's where it came from (laughs) so um that then got me thinking and asking questions and becoming curious and learning and I feel like I've been on a learning journey and I still am Mm. on how we can do better so I also um, worked in some uh, some quite big brands mm. and I was noticing the impact or mm. the you know the wastage and yeah. the things that were going on and that kind of really highlighted to me that there was a very big issue mm. and again it came down to that personal prospect of I don't want to buy anything that I don't fully comprehend mm. or I don't have a heart mind space knowledge base connectivity to myself mm. as a customer mm-hmm. and um, and I also don't want to sell more of something unless it is doing better totally. so th- aligned with my values that was something that I really wanted to make sure that came into fashion and you know being a wholesaler you don't have much say in that unless you work mm. deeply and closely with your brands and that those brands align with your values and the mm-hmm. same and vice versa and you can go on a journey together mm. and so about five years ago, um, this started to really change. Mm-hmm. Materials started to become a little bit yeah. more readily available. Yeah. We started to work with our brands on diving into some of these aspects and mm. what was important to them. Because I think sustainability is such a huge encompassing subject. Totally. Like we can't even touch the, you know, sides, side, <laughs> surface, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, Chloe, give me a word. Um, so, you know, so it's something about figuring out what's important to those each individual yeah. and then going helpful leather in, mm. in that space. So I think that that was something that was really important to me is that I could make sure that at my level that we were only on selling product that came from purpose and intention and it had to come from purpose and intention before it was even product considered or anything like that Mm -hmm. and I've always worked like that so by having that vision and that that standpoint and caring Mm. about what happens to the customer on the end and caring about what happens to the life cycle of a garment and actually physically caring and being passionate about Mm. making a difference and knowing that you can make a difference uh, I started working with the brands on this space and um and it's something that I've been very curious about and uh I saw a lot of mass and a lot of consumption Mm -hmm. and I wanted to make sure that if we were going to put something out there or sell it or make it really available make it a cult product make it something that's people want and desire I want to make sure that it comes from 
regenerative materials, considered materials, that the human element, that, you know, the factories have SA8000 certification or BSCI mm-hmm. or knowing the human standard and that there's paid a global living wage and the human conditions which they're working and creating in, and the brand is also giving back from the profits that they're making and how we're funneling that uh, success back into the industry or what we're doing to keep this circular cycle happening. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very curious um, for this space and I want to learn more and encourage our brands to do that. And I guess working at a global level, um, you know, within what I've always done and particularly Del Rainbow mm-hmm. and that kind of fast growth trajectory, mm-hmm. you look at it and you're like, well, we are working with retailers all over the world. We're positioning product that will be then on sold and have visibility to hundreds of millions of people and Mm. you know for me I'm like well let's do it better yeah what can we do better and it was beautiful because about four years ago finally it was something that when people were coming in Mm. they'd be like oh asking questions asking questions yeah yeah and I was like oh this is amazing (laughs) I've been telling you this all the time or they were like well there was such a stigma surrounding recycled product or that people didn't understand yeah absolutely no okay no it's not strong enough or it's not you know like it's not beautiful enough it's not that you know yes the luxury and the value was considered and that was one of the biggest things that we had to really heavily integrate into brands is that you can be sustainable you can make considered material decisions for Mm. an example but that does not compromise your luxury for sustainability mm-hmm. it does not compromise the experience and the quality of the product if not it makes it better yeah I mean, it costs more. Yeah. like we were saying yeah. it literally costs more yeah. so, so yeah. it makes it better yeah and then at the end of the day you can look at this beautiful item mm. and piece and this brand yeah and it's infiltrated throughout the brand and then exactly like you know I'm passionate about going on journeys with people mm. I love brand development I love building I love being internal but external and helping out in that space and offering encouragement and I will go and research and learn so much and then mm. bring it to the brands yeah. and question them and get them, crack them open a little bit more. Yeah. Like, you know, and, totally. and it's exciting yeah. because it's like, look really how far we've come in three years. Mm-hmm. We are working on all of these tiers so in such huge ways yeah. and you can see it. And then you start uh, being able to calculate the impact and calculate the impact of what we've offset and this mm-hmm. and that. And, mm-hmm. and because I'm a conduit for creating volume for them as well yeah. and trade yeah. and grow their business, yeah. Yeah. I need to make sure, I need to make sure that comes with purpose. Mm-hmm. And okay. then for us, Del Rainbow, I mean, gosh, we are on that span. We're doing mm-hmm. lots of things. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing lots of things. We are, we are. And I think, um, yeah, I, I guess the commitments that you've made and and I think a, like a lot of people now, are, it's it's becoming important about the 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 businesses that they work for that they yes. are doing the right things yes. and that, that that they're working for businesses whose their ethics they they can align with and mm. I think that's an important definitely an important thing for me as well mm. and so and and working in a space that you know values that that offset their carbon and that you know we all have a koala donated in our name which is just the most gorgeous thing um you know and thoughtful and considered and, and every day we're asking questions to each mm. other about how we can do better yeah um so you know I think it's it's so important and, and a huge part of what we're doing here as well as community and spreading mm. that um, that kind of ethos that we have with yes. as many people who yes. care to listen. And I think um, you, Bianca, are a prime example of it takes just one person to make a huge change. Mm. And you are responsible for, um, you know, growing businesses and, and these people rely on you and they look to you um, like you look to me. You are the GM of their life. GM of my life. <laughs> you are I'm the like, GM of what next? What do we do? <laughs> you know, people, people look to you and they 
they and it's great that they that they want to know and they want to mm-hmm. they want to um start to to work on on Ooh, you know. I just thought of that do you know what it is though mm. it's all about passion mm-hmm. just like even hearing you talk about you know aligning with someone with your values and yeah. whatnot and that's the thing it's and cultivating community mm. like our team at Dorembo yeah we are like this yeah for those who can't see it <laughs> like interlacing I don't know like glue like, like glue <laughs> like <tight>. locked in <laughs> yeah tight. tight um but you know and it's a family and we're all built on that space of our values yeah it's yeah. not it's not Del Rainbow was created and this was the values. Yeah. It's what are our values collectively as individuals yeah, and what exactly. do we want to do in the world exactly. together? Because teamwork makes a dream work number one, <laughs> obviously. But then how, what impact do we all want to have? Yeah. Exactly. You know, I always say to the um to the girls what you know and and what we're talking is like, what what do you want to do in the world mm. and why do you want to do it? Mm. And then let's use this as that vehicle to Absolutely. be able to do that together yeah. because we can make such big impacts. What mm. are our values? What do we, what have we achieved and what do we want to on, do ongoing and, mm. and where does that take us? And I think that's something that you've done so beautifully is that as soon as Zoe came into my world, I feel like you recognize that so much mm. and instantly just herboed the community, <laughs> which was just amazing. And yeah. that's it. And people see the passion and they mm. become a part of something. And then they also feel the vulnerability to learn. Yeah. I think or, or, or express themselves yeah. or, you know. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's really like big, obviously, even the community events we've mm. done. Yeah. Just in the past few months. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've, we've done lots. So we, um, uh, for International Women's Day, we had a beautiful morning here called mm. Bend and Breakfast where um, some beautiful women in our community. And I think mm. that's such... I mean, we're so lucky to live here. It's yeah. the most beautiful place in the world, but it's also full of the most beautiful people in the world. I've yeah. never, ever stepped into a community like this where everyone just lifts each other up. Yeah, oh, and, gosh, um, it's so true. And, it's so, so, so Yeah, true. and so we shared a space with um, some incredible women. We had yoga, we ate, um, mm. you know, and went, and then um, we took donations from that morning and our, from our broader community as well and ended up matching dollar for dollar every donation that was made. And we um, donated $3,000 to Women Up North, which is... Um, and that's just from bending and breakfasting. That's just from <laughs> bending and breakfasting. Imagine, <laughs> imagine what else we can do. And and that that donation will continue to grow mm-hmm. because as part of that morning, we also all donated pieces to an amazing uh, social enterprise called Worn for Good. Mm-hmm. Um, again, run by two beautiful ladies yeah. um, who are doing just Sophie and Pip. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. <laughs> um, are just doing incredible things. And yeah. not only are they promoting um, a more sort of circular fashion economy, mm-hmm. they are also helping women um, who might be in crisis or yes. um, domestic violence situations which um yeah is just incredible and mm. if we can you know contribute in any small way to that we are just Absolutely. so proud and and women from our community donated their amazing most favorite beautiful fashion mm. pieces um and then they get to have a new life which is just yeah mm. kind of brings us full circle in it that does. yeah it really does I think that those actually want for good kind of encapsulate yes. everything um everything that we talk about yeah. and, and everything that's great in the world and like you know we're just yeah we're doing great things and yeah we're, yeah and that's to. exactly right and I feel like again even saying that that's that collaborative space where yes, totally. Zoe cooked and nourished everyone mm-hmm. through undressed and like pulled in that into this you know collaborative space of the community event and then we had like meditation and mm, yoga and page. you know yeah. beautiful page and, yeah. and all of these elements and I think that that's the biggest thing is for us going how can we highlight everyone's talents yeah, yeah. and it's always like taking it back to what you said at the beginning mm. you know brands wanting to um you know uh, hold, hold that security on contacts is that mm. or whatnot and 
I want to flip that on its head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I, where I recognize that I think there's other ways you can do it. Yeah. And I think that the more that you cultivate community and you break that barrier, which mm. is what we're trying to do here and what we're really, really passionate about, mm. um, it leads to all elements. And yeah. I think that when you have that freedom in give and receive, you mm. do great things. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what Zoe's been spearheading all of these events and creating magic. So there's going to be more to come. Particularly there, we there have is. one soon as we well. We do. And who will actually be our next um, podcast, podcast guest, um, Alex Draper, who is the founder of a community-based project called Mud Clay Play. So uh, Alex is a therapist who um, kind of began the mud journey uh, by taking in some clay for her, um, for the guests of a rehab to um kind of experiment with uh and they loved it they fell in love um and Alex was quite surprised by this and thought well I, I guess that the that the broader community was is, is probably going to be interested in this as well and um she was right and it's um, she most certainly very was. very quickly grown into a flourishing business that is just you know run with passion and beauty and expertise like I mean it takes just five minutes in Alex's presence to just be blown away by her and her knowledge and um and her care and and how uh something as simple as as clay and and using our hands and it's such a return language of hands yeah the language of hands it's just and you know and and she said to us as well like every every piece is an extension of yourself and Mm. and it is I think if if Bianca and I sat down as we did made two very different objects (laughs) in two very different ways (laughs) uh we were very yeah we had different processes didn't we one was a bit fish bashful That would be one. <laughs> one spent the full three hours perfecting one candlestick holder. So it, we're just Alex is completely right. It is an extension of our, mm. and you start to recognize in yourself like what what I maybe mm. I need to let go of my perfectionism yeah. or like little, uh, little areas or like the fun and the joy yeah, that we exactly. have to maybe I need to be more childlike and and you know and and express myself and make you know 10 different things in the class I don't I don't know but it's it, mm, it, it it's is beautiful. it's just you kind of just let go and you melt into it and it's it's amazing and Alex, mm. Alex is just such an advocate for mental health mm. and um I'm so so excited mm. to sit down with her and, and have a conversation about that and her business and and, and yeah, and, and the impact that she's had on the community as well, 100%. which I think has been huge. Yes. And especially, and, you know, even just down to her and I meeting, you know, her and, and crossing paths with her has um, really changed my mm. life. And I think um, having people like her, and again, it's yes. what we were saying about, you know, collaboration, not competition, is that we, um, you know, she really encouraged me to start undressed and, and um, yeah, as you beautiful. have too. And, you know, it's... She has that impact though. She does. She does. Yeah. yeah. And I met her through Zoe and instantly I feel like she's someone I've known my whole life, but it's such an impact in my life too. Yeah, absolutely. Just watching her teach and and do all this. So we're so excited because I think um, the knowledge that Alex has, and again, like the idea that you can have so many angles of creativity and incorporate that and the impact you can have in the world. So Alex, obviously coming from a mental health background Mm. and, you know, obviously, you know, going through that journey in her life mm. and having such a healing processes and encouraging people through rehab and healing yeah, yeah. and then bringing that into such a cool creative element mm. with mud mm. and then she I feel like she infuses that concept of healing people yeah. through mud exactly. and and she she does that 
almost without you know, synonymously you yeah, as well. It's, it's without like, you knowing. After yeah. three hours, you're like, you sleep like a baby. Yeah. You know, you're like, you have this energy about you and you're like, oh, I didn't even realize I was yes. having a therapy session, but we but you are. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is really, really special. Yeah. And so that that's what will be, um, you know, coming through with Rainbow Radios, we're going to be, so always going to be interviewing some amazing people. And then we're going to keep continuing on. So and I will keep jumping on and broadening the conversation on sustainability yeah. and um, community and all of these interesting things or, you know, unique challenges and, um, you know, feats and, you know, achievements and things. And um, just what we've been seeing in the world, just to create community again yeah. at, at, a, at a greater level. Have a chat. Um, but it looks like there's a pretty magic sunset happening yeah, outside. So that could all, be our cue. All, 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 all the girls are out run out. Um, and I think we need to see it. So should, without further ado, shall we wrap this, wrap one, up? this one up? Go check out the sunset. Um, yes. Amazing. Well, we'll see you and speak to you all again very, very soon. Mwah. We love Bye. you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for being you. <laughs>